memories of Jesus at the movies. And movies are just a powerful way to tell a story. And sometimes the story aligns with the story, right? The story of Jesus coming down uh, for you and for me. And sometimes they don't align so well. So what we're going to do is we're take a little bit of time to compare and contrast stories with the story. And see what Jesus might have for us in it. Last week, the theme was identity, and we used the movie uh, The Breakfast Club. That's good, right? And uh, this week, the theme is, is purpose. It's purpose. So, uh, a couple of years ago, gosh, about a little over one year now, uh, we spent some time remodeling our basement. And I can honestly say, I will never, ever do a project like that ever again in my entire life, because that was, like, horrible. I thought, how, how can it be? You know, you knock out some drywall, you put up some walls. It looks easy on the YouTube videos, right? It, it, it's not easy, but I, but I learned something. It's a little bit easier if you have the right tools, right? You have the right tools, and there's tools for everything. And the tool's designed for a specific purpose. So you got this tool right here. It's really good at a few things, but what it's great at, it's great at hitting things. Nails. Walls, bumps, it's, it's great at that, right? So if you got this, you're in good shape if you need to hit stuff. But if you've got this, right, you're in good shape, you've got to keep things level. It's good for that. If you try to use this to hit things, bad stuff happens. It's not good. It's not designed for that purpose. So what's your purpose? What are you designed for One way to look at that is to look to see at how you are designed. And I like to see us as designed, we're designed externally and we're designed internally. You're designed externally. Your design externally tells you about your purpose. You are designed to experience creation. The psalmist in Psalm 139, he says, I praise you, O God, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And so you can look at your body and you can kind of do this. I like to do this. I wonder how many muscles and nerves and, and neurons it takes just to do that. For your brain to communicate all the way down here to the muscles here to the nerves here to say, I want to do this. I can't even imagine the complexity that it takes to do just that. You're designed so well. You're designed to experience God's creation with five sentence, senses to experience all that God has made for you. That's your external design. But you have an internal design, too. You feel things. You experience things internally. Let me give you an example. Some of you just experience something internally just by that picture right there. You're like, oh, oh. Right? Here's a better one. Maybe. Oh, there we go. Oh, yes. There we go. Some of you are just like, uh-huh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, just experience something internally. Right? Right? You have an internal design. Turn that off. There you go. Oh, go back. There we go. Internal design. What moves you? What moves you? There are a few things 
that all people all around the world, from every culture, from every nation, from every race, are moved by. They're, we're all internally designed the same way. And the first is love. We're all internally designed to, to love love, right? There's a reason Romeo and Juliet, written over 400 years ago, endures to this day. And they remake the story like a West Side story. Good one, right? Warm Bodies, have you seen that one? It's just Romeo and Juliet, that's all it is. It's really good. Because love moves you. Justice moves you. Everyone all around the world has an innate and internal design to love and to seek justice. And every single action movie and A-team episode is based on the fact that you love justice. Every single action movie you've ever seen is based on that premise. Even romantic comedies are based on the premise that you love justice. Because romantic comedies is just someone trying to fix things, to make things right, and failing miserably. That's a romantic comedy. Because you love justice. But ironically enough, you also love mercy. Mercy, which is just a specific way to show love, is something that you love. You do. Because whenever you see mercy, you go, you know what? That character is a strong character. That character is doing something good and noble because that character is showing mercy. And we see that person as someone of great internal strength because that's how you're designed. Not only does your design tell you about your purpose, but this is really cool. Your designer tells you about your purpose. So if you were to design a computer app, right, you would design this app to count widgets or to count vertical feet ski, right? It would do exactly that. It would do exactly what you told it to do. Well, Jesus didn't make you that way, right? Because you're not like you're going down the road and you're going to turn left and like your design says, nope, turn right, right? You, you go right. So Jesus did the next best thing. Jesus enters into his program. He enters into his creation to fix it and also to show you what your purpose is. That's why Jesus came. And so what's your purpose? Why did Jesus enter into his story, into history? To show you why you're here what your purpose on this earth is. So are you ready for it? This is your purpose. Be exactly like your designer. Be like Jesus. That's your purpose. It's simple, right? (laughs) Be exactly like the wisest, strongest, most compassionate, loving person who ever lived. Be like that guy. No sweat. (laughs) And this is where other stories can help us out. Because lots of stories model the self-sacrificial love and grace of Jesus. Lots of stories do. And here's what's incredible. Before Jesus, no story did this. None. 
Before Jesus, you won't ever see a story of someone modeling self-sacrificial love for people who are lower and weaker than himself or herself. It never occurs in the story. You'll see a character sacrificing himself for honor or for glory. You see it in the Iliad, the Odyssey. But never does anyone sacrifice himself or herself to help those lower and weaker. You never see it in any story before Jesus. But after Jesus, you see it all the time. After Jesus, people go, that's what's written in our heart. That's how we're eternally designed. We're eternally designed to be like that guy. Captain America. Captain America takes the plane full of loaded missiles that's in its, on its way to New York City. Why is it always New York City? <laughs> and crashes the plane in the ocean. And he gives his life to save New York City. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. And that's what's written on your hearts. To be like Jesus. Here's another great example of mercy and sacrifice. Hit that button there, Zach. There you go. Thank you. 
But remember this, my brother. Seeing this some higher plan, you must use this precious silver to become an honest man. By the witness of the martyrs, by the passion and the blood, God has raised you out of darkness. I have saved your soul for So the story, the story speaks. Be like that guy. Be like Jesus. You look at these examples, and if you're thinking correctly, you're probably thinking, there's no way. Someone steals from me, and I give them more? When does it ever happen? Who does that? Jesus does. The thief in the story is Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean, did I say that right? Valjean. Valjean, there you go. Thank you so much, all you ladies <coughs> experts here. Valjean. You are all Valjean. You've all been redeemed by Jesus for God. Paul put it this way, and he wrote to the church in Corinth, he said, you are not your own, you were bought at a price. He put it this way, in Ephesians chapter 2, he says, for it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not of your own works, it's a gift of God, so that no one can boast. For you are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do the good works that were prepared in advance for you to do. Are you here? You're here to be like Jesus. Jesus who gave up everything so you might be his, so you might be loved. And so your purpose here on this earth is not to say, I gotta work harder, I gotta try harder, I gotta, I gotta do more to be like Jesus. That's not your purpose. This is your purpose. To know every day Jesus' incredible love for you. To know every day that he has sacrificed himself for you, that you've been bought for God because he loves you. That you've been showed, like Bajan, incredible mercy and incredible grace. And may that move you May that propel you. May that get you up every morning. And as you lay down to bed at night, may that thought cause you to sleep deeply and well and wake up renewed for God's purposes in your life every day. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your story. Uh, you're working in our life. Uh, 
you're demonstrating your giving of your life for us, Lord, of amazing, amazing grace. But Lord, we thank you for other stories that help illustrate that, that help point to your ultimate story. And Lord, may your grace live within us. And Lord, for the folks here today who, who aren't sure about your grace or know about it but, but don't know exactly what it means fully, Lord, I pray that, that your grace might grow in their lives so that shame is left behind in the past so that your forgiveness is made known and that each and every one of us might live fully and joyfully and confidently as our identity as your kids and in our purposes as your craftsmanship. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Anyone would like to pray more about that? We have some folks by the prayer wall during this talk. We're going to stand and sing this last song. It's Amazing Grace. It's got a little fun chorus to it. We sing this with joy, not just Amazing Grace. No, this is Jesus saves us, even though that we are sinners, and that like John Pauchon, if I said that right, um, who deserve punishment, but instead are extended grace. That's the gospel right there in a movie clip. So.